three, two, one. That's right. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present of everyday people. Yes, indeed. And now, here's your host, the one, the only, Asher Chua. Welcome to the podcast, Isaiah. Welcome. I feel well, like we've had a whole conversation before. <laughs> I hope I didn't. I hope oh, to, no, there's... to share with your audience. I kind of, I didn't want to just jump into the podcast because it's been a minute since I talked to you. Mm-hmm. I kind of just wanted to, I don't know. I think we had a whole half hour conversation. Before. Yeah. But hey, the thing that I appreciate about that, it kind of, it speaks to our personality and it, it reminds me to kind of play to your strength. Sometimes you got to just ease into something. And if you're going to rush into something, it feels rushed. And I think we it'll work out. Yeah, because for me, I didn't meet professional podcaster Asher. I met Asher at a Denny's in San Diego for volunteering <laughs> for a ET conference, you know. So to me, I'm always like, maybe I'm acting extra. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Like, let's not jump into work. I just left work. <laughs> Right. I just left a whole bunch of work to do more work now. Nah. This is a different part of the day for me. Awesome. I, even got the, I even got the light going on in the background here. I got my little night light lamp over here to set up the mood a little bit. Yeah, I was going to make a whole experience out of it. I see that. This is like the... I don't seem to do too many of these, but this is like, ooh, oh, you switched it up on me. Yeah, well, see, I have the... See, this is what happens when you deeper than the brand now not be small digital but mm-hmm. i have the little light Ooh. that kind of sets up the different moods there's pink orange green i usually go with the blue because you know teen colors are blue and then they have the green right there gotcha because then also if i turn off my side lamp here i give me like a martian look if i want it or if it's just like like a bluish but i usually keep this on so it gives like a little orange glow there we go i like it well, <laughs> I would no, say I mean, no, 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 no. I was gonna say I would say catch catch me up on on twenty twenty one so far. What 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 is um what is this year been like for you? It's been a mixture of what happened with the Corona bullshit to what I was doing before all that happened. And the only reason I say that is because, like, the last time we talked, I was starting to travel more, do more engagements, recording a lot more, on top of all the editing, and then that all stopped. Mm -hmm. And just this month, it started picking back up again to where we're traveling again and recording engagements. We just had the 120 Live conference. And so I got to feel what was going on before all the pandemic happened. And so for me, 2021 is that mixture of like we talked about before of I had that time to kind of revisit what my goals were before, which ones I hit, which ones I failed on, which was a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And, and what were going to be my new challenges for 2020, which also carried into 2021. But as I did, as I overcame a lot of the stuff, that everybody else was dealing with, you know, being stuck at home, you know, sick family members and everything like that. I was like, okay, I have the toolkit 
in the network to handle all these problems. So let's go ahead and just handle all these problems, which I don't think I would have been able to do had I been traveling a lot. Mm. So for me, 2021 was like, I just answered the question of, can I handle all these challenges? And like, yeah, I figured I handle all these challenges and adapt to the lifestyle that I was, that I had before with the traveling and everything, because I was, it just added a a lot more confidence to be honest with you. Gotcha. Yeah. But um, 2021. Yeah. The the way you said it, I just realized that it's October. Yeah. Not the beginning of the year. And so that was the first time I had to look back and be like, oh, we're going into the fourth quarter already. I haven't really taken that second to be like, hey, what's going on? Actually, things are gearing up like if it was the beginning of the year. Yeah. It's it's funny because. I started this year listening to a lot of Jim Rohn. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's maybe one of the the first videos that pops up or one of the more popular ones on YouTube where he talks about life is like the seasons and he, he lays out the different seasons where you've got winter, spring, summer, fall, and what comes with each one. And it's mm-hmm. like, as we're going into, I guess now is really the fall season, even though it's the, the fourth quarter is really the fall. And uh, from what I remember about it, it's, it's the harvest time, as he described it. And the thing that just keeps ringing in the back of my head is you either reap without apology or you reap without complaint from everything that you sowed during the wintertime, the springtime, the summertime, where you were just doing your best to keep all the 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 buzzards keep the weeds out of your garden and things of that sort so with that thought um what's something you can say you learned from 2021 well i haven't really thought about it to be honest with you um because i'm still experiencing it but Mm -hmm. i'll tell you like I said, and I'll, and I'll bring back the comparison again. Um, before everything happened in the pandemic, I was mm-hmm. rushing a lot of things because it felt like, okay, I don't know if this opportunity is going to last. Let me get let me get more, 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 mm-hmm. as opposed to let me enjoy the experience that's in front of me. Mm-hmm. I'm so worried about the next trip I'm going to take instead of enjoying the trip that I'm I'm on. And so that lesson allowed me to say, hey, if I ever take another trip again, because you never know, you never know. I'm going to enjoy it for everything that it is and not Mm. worry about tomorrow or the past. I'm going to be focused on what is going on right in front of me. And so for 2021, after, like I said, after handling all the pandemic stuff and getting Mm -hmm. kind of a rhythm of, okay. I'm a system person. So when, when you throw my system off, it takes me a minute to develop a new one. Mm-hmm. Once I was able to do that, I was like, okay, I didn't enjoy the experiences because I was always worried about the next one. So that lesson between 2020 and 2021 mm-hmm. was let me enjoy the experience that's in front of me. That's why when we jumped on the call, I didn't want to rush it. I didn't want it to be a, Oh, this is my life fast and oh right. look at all the cool shit I'm doing and all the stuff. No, I was like, no, like, how are you? Right. 
and not even in a like let me analyze you kind of way it was like no let let me check in on the guy that i met um in san diego let me check on let me check on my friend because we haven't talked in so long and so that's my biggest lesson for me was like no experience what's in front of you Hmm. when when that experience is done take an inventory of everything that happened and what you wanted to do, what you missed out on. And then what do you want to experience next? Do you need a break? And then going by my measurement and not somebody else's. I like that. And thank you for, for that call out because whenever you said it, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like where you been? And I was like, you know, no, I, I appreciate being called out because you more cuss words in there. Right. Right. I've already (laughs) let one slip and I'm trying to do better. You're doing good. You're doing good. Doing good. I remember the last time I was, uh, yeah, I didn't, you don't want to share it with your friends that you're on a podcast because you're like, ah, I might've been cussing a little too much. But it was good reason I was cussing just because it felt good. I yeah. was comfortable. But yeah, I I definitely appreciated that because it's like when, as I was sharing with you, and I'm glad that I, I we were able to catch up a little bit offline because then it's not, I'm not repeating myself as much, like telling the same story over and over because I could tell a lot of times when I listen to others, it's like, it gets it gets tiring to hear the same thing over. It's like, move on already. But um, the friends that I did keep up with or that checked in, they they did similar to what you did, where it was like, hey, like something was off from what it was before. Like, let's check in, make sure things are good. So I just say thank you for that. And I also to my bad. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say thank you, because like I said, like. I'm not ever going to pretend to be the bestest friend on earth. Like when the Corona happened, I put my head down and took care of my family. Like a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. And I'm already not a high interactive person already. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think you messaged me and that's why to give a little insight to your audience, you messaged me to do a podcast. I think what from a month from now or within the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, what are you doing today or tomorrow? Right. Cause I already know me. I'm going to forget. Mm-hmm. And then if we're already not talking on a regular basis, oh, it'll be December and you may not be one of podcasts no more. You know, I didn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right. Right. You know, or I may not want to ever talk on camera again anymore. I don't mm-hmm. like, I don't know what the mood or, or what anything's going to be at that time. And in fact, I'm starting to get on camera more, but you'll notice in my content for the longest time, I wasn't on, on I haven't been on anything. Yeah, it's just how recently I put a course out and then I have to be out there so people are comfortable with me. But right. there was a time where I was all, I don't care if you're comfortable with me. I don't want you to be comfortable with me. Mm. I'm comfortable with me. Yeah. And so I was like, no, let me not do that because I think even, I don't know how I sound to you now, but I remember I was a very much more interactive person when we first met. Mm. I was like, yeah, let's go out to eat. Let's. Let's hang out. Let's let's do yeah. do that stuff. And that and that's still changed a little bit since the last time we actually been in our presence together. I think now you you sound well, and although you may not be interacting as much, like you're interacting in ways that are meaningful, and you're you're making sure to be like you were saying, be present. 
in the times that you do interact that way it's like you know where you're putting your energy and you know what's feeding you so as you put time in that then it it, it kind of it gives back to you like I, I remember chatting with with mama t and i need to reach back out to oh. her because i remember like i'm not going to interrupt you but i'm going to text her right <laughs> now just to see right. how she's because as soon as i was talking with you i was like i remember we we chatted we recorded and then afterwards i was like no i i need to reach out again because it's like these interactions or transactions i they don't need to just be transactional like if i if i say out of my mouth that i care i've got to show that and it can't just be online oh look what i'm doing look it's like who are who are you doing it for like is that yeah. really going to feed you just because being like you, look at me yeah because when you asked me to do the podcast i was all i think it was my godmother asked me it's like well what are you doing it for and i was like oh we're just going to catch up Mm-hmm. you know if somebody gets something out of it they get something out of it but i'm i'm more like more likely gonna have just a conversation with somebody or like an old friend mm-hmm. old old but i don't feel old but <laughs> it's you know what i mean it was just more like the other thing that changed with mm-hmm. the, the coronavirus pandemic and having to dial down everything i was doing was seeing how uh, how do i want who do I want to interact with moving forward? Mm-hmm. And it's not the people that want to just rush to business all the time. Cause I could tell when you're stressed or anxiety or you're just not enjoying it. And I don't want to be a part of anything like that. Mm-hmm. That's overly stressed out or like I already did all that. Yeah. I'll go work at the urgent care again. There's a lot of people stressed out, drunk and hung over there. Yeah. Like I, I worked at a, a Macy's factory. If I want to hear about people who never chase their dreams and stressed out and aren't grateful for what they're doing, I'll go work there. Like I know how to do that already. Like right. if I have if I have the ability now to make a choice to do what I want to do, mm-hmm. let me get the most out of it. Of the and let me make sure that I'm there for that person so they get the most out of it. It's not like, oh, I talked to, other, to Isaiah the other day and he was draining piece of shit. You know what I mean? It's like I don't want to. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be right. Right. My own ego, but I never wanted to be that because I know how those people right. know me. Well, get off, no, that own. Right. Like, I laugh because I've been there and I could identify with that. And it's like whenever I felt like I was draining, I was like, I don't want to be around people for that fact. But it's like you might not need to be around ten or a hundred people, but still have an interaction with someone where you can feed off of each other and find a way to be at your best when you're in someone's presence so mm-hmm. i laugh because i was like I, I see myself in that statement and i've thought that that same thought yeah and it's and like i said as you asked me like what were one of my what were the biggest lessons and i just i don't i don't think in oh this is my big takeaway for the year Mm-hmm. No, my takeaway is in this interaction, I'm remembering, okay, I want to get the most out of what I'm doing. Yeah. Not because I want to take away from the experiences, because I want to be a part of the experience. Mm-hmm. Like I comb my hair, put my glasses on, make sure I'm presentable. Like before, I wouldn't care. I put what it went to Starbucks, threw it on yeah. my laptop, 
it would have been hard to hear me. What you know, even now I'm like, should I turn the fan off? I don't know if it's too loud. It is what it is. Um, just being a little bit more. Yes, I can get the most out of the experience, but I can add to it too. Hmm. I, don't, I don't have to be. I don't have to be like, oh man, and here comes dead weight again. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm like, I don't. I just don't ever want to be that. Yeah. And and I think this led to a lot more honest conversations, like especially when people either want to do business or hang out with me. Mm-hmm. And I go, are you, are you doing this because you feel sorry for me, or do you want me there? Because if you want me there, I'm going to be there and I'm going to be myself. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to set up all these rules, I'm not the right person, right? Because you're making up these random rules that you. It's not. How do you say? There are some restaurants. There's a dress code, mm-hmm. and there's some restaurants. There's not a dress code. If an event or an experience is being ran by a person, but they're making up rules because they kind of don't want the kind of person you are to be there, then I don't be there. Right. Why would you? you, Apparently, you didn't know me enough not to invite me in the first place. Yeah. And so that to me, that shows a lack of caring. And so now I do stuff where people like, oh, yeah. This is perfect for you, Isaiah. I'm like, awesome. I'm going to be perfect for the situation. I like that. The, uh, oh, catch me up on how, what was the 120 experience like? Like the, the conference? It was kind of like this conversation, mm. kind of surreal. Cause it was like if you took out last year, Mm-hmm. If you would have just connected February of 2020 to now, mm-hmm. it would it would have felt surreal because it was just like, oh, I'm talking to Asher. He goes to the conferences. I just saw you a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? I know you got a lot of stuff you're working on. You're working on the podcast, trying to figure it out. To like, now you add a year and a half of people are just kind of put their head down and tried to figure it out differently without everything going on. Mm-hmm. To have that experience in Atlanta was like, oh, this is, I, I missed this. And that was, that kind of leads back to what I said before. I want to get the most out of the experience instead mm-hmm. of being so worried about the next one. Right. And I was able to, and I actually, speaking of friends, I flew down to Savannah on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. One of my old coworkers that were still very good friends, her and her family, they let me stay at their house. Mm-hmm. We got to have dinner, talk and catch up like we, you know, like it was yesterday. Yeah. And then I flew out from uh, Savannah up to Atlanta. And it was just amazing. I had just seen Nick bef- the week before we did a job in Chicago, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that. But um, it was it was like we never left what we were doing, but we hadn't seen each other in so long that I, I could tell I missed everything that we were doing. Yeah. And so I appreciated the experience. So for me, 120 Live wasn't trying necessarily to get information, but to, okay, how do I appreciate being here? Mm-hmm. And what mistakes was I making before that I can capitalize on now? Yeah. And that was, like I said, the thing for me was not enjoying the experience yeah. and, taking, and taking control of the work if I do work in that experience. I like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I can elaborate more if you want. 
Sure. Well, my ultimate goal at one point in time was to follow ET, record him on a regular basis and be like his main videographer editor. While I'm still his main editor, but like I said, we took a lot of time off from um, the events because of everything that happened. Mm -hmm. But um, Jose wasn't able to go. Jose is a member of our team. He wasn't able to go to a uh, recording project in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Jamal, who's also part of ET's team. And I had a little bit of doubt. I was like, I don't want to go because they called me up on Sunday to fly out Monday. Mm-hmm. Well, there's things I had to take care of on Monday. So I had to say no, even though in my heart, I was like, no, that's an experience that I want to go do. I love Chicago. What just so happens that when I couldn't do it, they moved the project anyway because it was too last minute. Mm-hmm. And so the second time they asked me, I said, yes, because I did have that time. It was uncomfortable, but I knew if I wouldn't did the experience, it was going to get me back into that rhythm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to, this would be like my test run of, okay, can I enjoy something and work at the same time? And um, of course I shared more pictures on my social uh, me and Nick got to hang out a little bit more and just talk and converse about the things that we wanted to accomplish and just have that um, camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah. Camaraderie, which then I was like, cool. I didn't talk to Nick like that before. Mm-hmm. We talk on the phone all the time, but we never had that interaction in person to mm-hmm. be like, hey, man, Nick is so cool. Yeah. I want to hang out with Nick on a regular basis. He's just so cool to like, oh, wow, we have 120 in less than four days. So I'm going to be flying out and seeing him again. Hmm. And then being able to see Nikki and then see Jose and see E.T. and not stage E.T., but E.T. that likes Starbucks tea, you know, mm-hmm. joke around with Carl and just me and Carl are really close now. But to be in his presence and it's not like this aura of Carl as much as man, that's somebody I really care about, Carl, and I'm going to yeah. work as hard as I can for him. To cut, I leave Atlanta, ET's in Arizona. So then, cool, they need a videographer. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we weren't going to bug you, Isaiah. No, bug me. If we can't make it work, I'll say no. If we can make it work, I'll go. I made it work. I was able to go record, and I was able to take a little bit more charge of how to do what we're doing. And it was a polar opposite of who I was before when I was like, ah, oh, I think I kind of know what I'm doing. Um, I might be a little nervous and we'll do okay. Hmm. No, I knew exactly what I wanted. I knew exactly how I wanted to record. I knew what angle I wanted to get and cut to, I think he's coming back next week or so. Yeah. Next week, next Friday, next mm-hmm. Friday. I'm going to, he's going to be here for another speaking engagement. I already, I already got the new mics that I want ordered today. Um, because he had them when we were at the last event. So I kind of saw them, mm-hmm. but I have my batteries charged for my camera. And so all that stuff that I'm was worried about before, I'm not worried about. Mm-hmm. And then I can go and enjoy the experience. I like that. Yeah. But that's what the 120, 120 was the middle kind of crescendo, like of we're getting back into the swing of things Yeah, out of those three events, because it was, Chicago one week, home for a day, then Georgia for a whole week, home for a couple of days, and then ET's event this last Friday. Hmm. 
So four weeks of right back into what I was doing before everything happened. Gotcha. That that makes when you when you paint it like that, that I can see that more clearly. And earlier when you said you were I forget the word. It's like you were un uncomfortable. I, I think you said, was it the first time you said no or the second time when you were asked and you said yes to go to Chicago? Yeah, it was the first time I said no because I knew it was too it was it was gonna be too much. I I wanted to say yes. Mm -hmm. And in my mind I go, well, what would you need? What what are you worried about? Because I do help take care of my godmother for her doctor's appointments. Mm -hmm. When they first asked me, I didn't know. I remember she had something to do the next day. So I was like, no, I can't do it. I got to take care of that first. Gotcha. As opposed to putting myself first and regretting anything that happened in between. Because mm -hmm. there was still no guarantee that I was going to be able to go that first time anyway. Right. It was literally called me at 5 p.m. to take a flight at 11 p.m. Yeah. And I was like. I don't even think I would have been ready for that. So it would yeah. have been too much, but being okay with saying like, no, I don't have all my ducks in a row. It's going to be too much stress on me and my family. No, I don't want to do it. Gotcha. And the reason I brought that back up and I like that is because it, it points back to boundaries and it's something that I, I was getting into, I think through the chameleon call on with BU because I started going through the book and doing like a chapter at a time studying it. I think that was 2019 yeah. or it was 2019 when I was first introduced to it. And then 2020, I, I tried looking at it again. And even now I was just starting in September and asking myself, what are the things that I need to review or things that I, I need to check if I'm a, applying what I learned or mm -hmm if they need a little bit of help and the boundaries things just came to mind and that being able to say no to something that might be good and even if you're uncomfortable about it because you may have a tendency to always want to please or be around but i like that you were able to do that and that kind of came up at the head after like a year and a half of really trimming the fat and being able to look at not only the people in your circle, but look at yourself and see what's working and what's not working. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest with you, that's not the only call I've gotten about a last minute flight or a last minute job because everything's always changing. Mm -hmm. And so I have to constantly do a check on myself because you referenced the chameleon. I don't know how your audience knows the disc assessment or all that, but it's the disc assessments, the high S people. Mm -hmm. We're the grounds crew people. We want to always be supportive. And when we're not supportive, that kind of leads into, okay, maybe we're not going to, we're not going to be as valued if we say no. And, and it's the opposite is your, your value comes from your ability to execute. And if you say yes to everything, or if you're always trying to do more than what is required, or if you're just trying to, you're just taking on way too much, you're actually going to end up failing. And then that's what's going to lower your value. And um, so for me, taking on projects or the people that I want to work with, like even now, after we get off the call, I'm going to edit for Jamal so he can have a folder ready for next next week. Mm -hmm. That has been a process in itself of saying, okay, 
am I able to do this or should I pass this on to somebody else? Okay, I am able to do this. How can I take it to the next level afterwards? And that's how I'm looking at everything for myself. It's like, okay, what is the outcome if you say yes? And what is the outcome if you say no? I like that. And taking out all oh, they're going to taking out the assumptions. Oh, if I say no, they may not offer me another one because I had to say no a lot. Like, no, in this circumstance, this is what yes means. And then this is what no means. Mm-hmm. No, because I can't do this, this, and this. But it would have been yes if this, this, and this were aligned. And if you're honest with people, then they're like, oh, okay, cool. If they and the right people who are setting up things for you or trying to interact with you, if you communicate that to them, the next time that opportunity comes up that way, they'll have that ready for you. That makes as sense. Opposed to, as opposed to, oh, Isaiah said no, he doesn't want to execute and Oh, he's he's not about this lifestyle. Like, no, right. like I am about this lifestyle, but I have to set boundaries or it's gonna or I'm gonna miss out on things that I need to take care of. Right. And again, that 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 reminds me, I, I listened to the, the podcast for the first time in a, a little bit um for the secret to success. And they were talking about being demanding, kind of coming off of the the back end of the 120 conference. And I think probably seeing some of your work, like seeing some of the clips online, it's like I saw people um, saying, I'm, I'm going to be more demanding. And they, they did a really good job of ex- explaining and expressing what that meant, not domineering. But well, they didn't do a good job at the conference because they're trying to right. like they're, it's a conference is much different than a podcast. Right, right. Podcast, we could sit down and talk and conversate. Uh, but if, if I could suggest anything to your audience, there's a part in the middle where Carl talks about it, mm-hmm. where I can, I will be demanding is being demanding more of yourself. Yeah. And um, because what ends up happening is a lot of people will hear a story and they'll be like, oh, you really took charge of that situation. It's like, no, I took charge of myself because normally I may have been afraid to do something. But instead of letting my fear take over my decision-making, I let my logic take over the decision-making. Mm. Okay, my logic says this is the outcome. This is the worst outcome. This is the best outcome. But this is the experience, too, that you're going to have if you go forward. Okay, well, let me go forward. Because mm. the worst that can happen is I'm right back here. And the best that can happen is I'm even farther than I thought I'd ever be. I like that. But yeah, I, I highly recommend if they're the 120 conference was great. I recommend mm-hmm. everybody go to events to get recharged and get that, even if you don't have everything figured out. But then when you hear the podcast and you hear them really break down, self-development isn't about development that you learn to throw at other people. It's development that you can fix yourself when nobody else is watching. And so you have to be able to internalize those messages and find them wherever they're at yeah and and to that point it's also i think you said it earlier being able to do things at your own pace and not uh what's the term try and keep up with the joneses where you see okay this is the new thing this is the new thing this is the new thing but a big thing that i've learned this year is that 
going back to the disk assessment, also with advanced insights or whatever it is that deals with self um, personal development or self-awareness and authenticity, those three things kind of go together where the focus is really learning who you are and being true to that because the more you try to mimic what you see it's it's like makeup where you, you're always trying to coat put on a coat of whatever the world is saying this is who you should be this is how you should behave this is how you should move be and, and things of that sort well i'll tell you i don't wear makeup so it's gonna be easy <laughs> me neither <laughs> but to go back to what you said about sorry a little water but going back to what you said about let me try to put it this way with regards to pace and keeping up with the joneses you have to be able to discern what is the standard of getting something done versus this is how they operate mm -hmm. and you got to figure out people who are somewhat like you and how they operate maybe you just have to be faster than that person as opposed to being faster to an et or a nikki mm -hmm. like the comparison trap and keeping up with the Joneses and the pace, yes, go at your own pace, but recognize that you have to understand what the standards are for either the industry or whatever you're trying to get done. Now, for self-development, everybody that's everybody's own pace. You, you, some people don't ever figure that out, and some people figure it out next week. Yeah, like I let life do that work. But if it's something tangible, say I want to become a video editor. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, if you want to become a video editor, you can't be at the club all the time. You have to read books. You have to get on the computer. You have to learn how to edit. You have to study some sort of video or filmmaking. You can't, you can't work a regular job flipping hamburgers thinking that that's going to make you a better video editor. It's not going to. And then that's when those weird comparison tries to be like, oh, there's so much farther. Well, you haven't put the spatula down. Maybe you would be farther than them if you did buy the computer. Buy the computer you can afford now to help you start getting the work that you need to get done. So I would tell people, yes, go at your own pace, but understand that there is a standard that may not be set by a person, but set by either an industry or by previous work done that you can measure yourself to because then you can say okay it took me four hours to make one video and sometime and it was a 10 second video that's not good hmm. okay well how do i either shorten that time or how do i make it to where this is the best 10 second video ever because if your 10 second video looks like garbage when it needed to look pristine, then those are measurements you can use. Be like, okay, maybe I need to learn how to do captions. Maybe I do need to spend money on an additional camera. So understanding the difference between a pace for yourself and like your willingness to get things done versus the pace of your results and how far that should show. Because I won't tell people, yeah, don't look left or right. Oh, we're all going to look left. People look left or right no matter what. I, if you're in a race of people, everybody looks left or right. Usain Bolt looked left or right too. Don't let mm -hmm. him fool you. He uses faster than everybody else. But don't let anything ever discourage you unless you're just being dishonest with yourself. 
if you're being dishonest with yourself, then that's when you got to dial it back and be like, is this what you really want to do? Because now you're lying to yourself and that's even worse. That's worse than you wearing makeup. (laughs) 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 I had to tie it all back in together. Sorry. I appreciate that. And thank you for that. That's why I always like the support personality where like, I've always seen that people that like yourself are able to draw the distinguishing lines to where it's like, okay, let's not make this too broad, but let's put things in context to where this is where this fits. And I was having, and I'll share part of this conversation. One of my friends, we sat down and had lunch. And actually, I'll tie it back into that uh, classic album thing that we started talking about, because I really want to talk about that again. Okay. But um, we were discussing a problem, and their emotions were all into it. And they were just hurt. They didn't want to solve the problem. They wanted their ego to be fixed. And the ego is not somebody else's responsibility to be fixed or maintained. And I let that person know, like, hey, I'm not trying to tell you right or wrong or whatever, but that's just your feelings about it. You're just hurt. What do you got to do to either get over the hurt or to solve the problem? And you got to either figure them both out at the same time or it's going to ruin things in your life because you're going to go through your life always being hurt. And so, like, when I'm talking to you or I'm talking to anybody, if it feels off, I go, Eh. they're like, oh, man, we got to get this done tomorrow. We got to get this done. Do we? We we can't make it wait another day. We Mm -hmm. we can't take a minute to step back and maybe do some more research. Are you you really that mad or you just you were just kind of caught off or was it just your emotions getting the best of you again? Like you didn't learn from the 15 other times that you got into an argument like this is the this was the one time that you finally figured it out. And so that's where when you, when like you said keeping with the pace and just the experience of what's going on. It's like do I really have to edit this video today? Is there a deadline tomorrow? Why can't we move the deadline? Cuz if we don't move the deadline, this is the result you're going to get and it's going to be a half half uh half uh, half-hearted result, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh to to go back to what we were talking about before we start recording. I shared that uh, making of the album with Pink Floyd. Yeah. Um, If people want to look it up, it's called classic albums. They were making a song and they were a rock band. So they're always used to putting more than what they need on the song, an extra drum beat or an extra piano play or an extra guitar riff. And the producer goes, no, don't say what you're going to say and then just leave dead space. Let it sit for a minute. You know, take, take out the extra drum beat. And what ended up happening is they created like an echoey sound to fill over the dead space, but they would have never figured that out. Had they not taken the time to just say, no, stop, let's not do it. How we always been doing it. Let's get a new result. Let's try it this way. Let's see how this sounds. And so then an experience that was stressful and full of like, oh, we got to get this in. We got to 
turned into we're creating our own path. We're creating our own experience that people are going to want to duplicate. Let's do that instead of conform to the experience that's stressful and has us arguing. Let's just dial it back a little bit. We don't need that. We're not them. I like that. I love it. Thank you for the time. Likewise.